Alrighty, let's go to the rural news now with Maya Burry in Ōtatahi Christchurch. Kia ora, Maya. Morena, Karen. Now, the horticulture industry, it is trying to find solutions for the gaps in supply that are, of course, being seen at the moment. Yes, and uh, they think that maybe ugly produce, as it's sometimes called, could be part of the solution. Uh, Horticulture New Zealand thinks that there might need to be some initiatives to get uh, lower-grade fruit and vegetables, which in some cases is thrown away or sold to food processors onto supermarket shelves. Uh, There are some examples of this uh, that we've seen previously, such as uh, the Golden Bay Fruit Company. It launched a brand called Stormy Fruit in 2021. That was after a big storm in the Tasman district. Um, Dinged and dented fruit, but, you know, despite its appearance, it still tasted delicious, and they used that campaign to to sell the fruit. And there is also a similar thing done on a small scale with Countdown's Odd Bunch scheme. And Nadine Tunley, who is the head of Horticulture New Zealand, she says that Cyclone Gabriel, as well as these earlier weather events, they've caused shortages of some crops and pushed up prices. And she says part of the solution could be getting this imperfect or smaller than average produce onto shelves. At the end of the day, Wellington supermarkets, we've got empty shelves in places. Uh, that's not normal for New Zealand. So we have to work through that and uh, work you know, supermarkets on grade standards and different things. The Odd Bunch was such a fantastic campaign that Countdown News. Things like that, those initiatives need to be considered going forward to being a little bit more mainstream for a little while. And Nadine Tunley says with large vegetable growing regions in the North Island impacted by the recent severe weather, there is huge pressure on more southern growers are filling gaps. They're going as hard as they can trying to get extra food into the ground to help the supply systems for New Zealand, but we've got to get it from the south to the north. Uh, Horafenua growers, they're doing the same, but they're struggling with labour. So we've got to have some, you know, it's, it's kind of an all shoulders to the grindstone for New Zealand, I think, in terms of being a bit flexible and making sure we can fill the gaps. And really, and uh, what's going to be needed for affected growers to get back on track is a, a decent spell of clear weather, uh, which we haven't really had yet. I'm curious about these stormy kiwi fruit. Were they? I don't I couldn't care less what they look like, but were they <laughs> not overripe? Because you know, when you get overripe kiwi fruit, where they've been bruised, they're not. Very yeah. Nice. So it's it's more about the cosmetic um, damage, yeah. So just a few uh, dings and dents, but but not um, bruised as such. And I think there is a fair fair bit of this sort of fruit that does sometimes just go into juicing or, you know, as I said, turned into jam maybe, sold to a food processor, uh, but no reason really why it can't mm. go on a supermarket shelf. Sounds like a good idea. Now, strong wool growers who are still struggling to break even are being urged to hang in there for another. They, they always are, aren't they? Oh, yeah. Hang in there for a few more years. I know, I think as long as I've been doing these rural news updates, it's been bad news for wool growers. Uh, but they are being told that demand could turn around incredibly quickly and prices should improve in the next two years. Uh, this information is coming from a working group called Wool Impact. Uh, it was formed by the government and the sheep, uh, sheep sector partners to grow the value for strong wool, which is very much needed uh, at the moment. Farmers still aren't getting enough money from their clip to even cover the cost of sharing. Uh, we are hearing that some are looking to ditch wool altogether. Uh, There's been massive prices paid at the yards for a self-shedding Wiltshire sheep breed, so that indicates farmers are just looking to move on. But Wool Impact Chief Executive Andy Corhey says that the focus, it's this group's focus, is on decommodifying the wool clip. 
if we if we're working and aligned with the right brands, we're going to see a very cha- rapid change in the prices that we're getting for for strong wool. And then a return to profitability will mean that people won't need to look at the shedding sheep and they can start to increase the prioritisation where wool fits within their gross margin on the farms. And that could happen very quickly. You know, we're not talking about a lot of wool globally. Um, if you get it positioned with the right companies and they are able to lead and influence trends, we're working with architects and design-led companies And if you start getting them specifying that to go into office and administrative spaces and into home interiors, we're soon going to end up in a situation where we're not going to have enough for. And Andy Corhey says the group's long-term aspiration would be that strong wool growers get about $10 a kilogram for their wool clip. At the moment, prices are around a quarter of that. And that's the Rural News for this morning.